Now the pitch to Alonzo. Swing and a miss. He got it. Luke Williams. Yes, sir. Forget about it. Hector, look at him celebrate as he goes to the back all by himself. Watch this baby sail. Oh, Bryce Harper. Hey guys, welcome to Broad Street to Britain with me, Dave Shaw, and as ever, I'm joined by Alex Carr. Alex, hello, my friend. Uh, once again, seeing each other through screens. I know. I can't I know, handle Alex. it. Uh, I can't handle it. It's, uh, <laughs> yep. If those don't know, saw Alex on Saturday. We watched a game together, watched another, another victory for the fighting Phils. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm still a bit <laughs> jet lagged. Slept 13 hours. Uh, I'm still feeling it, but I'm still on a huge, huge high from that incredible, incredible trip, which we'll go into very, very shortly. Uh, four out of four. Uh, guys, I said it. I'm going to Philly. I'm bringing the good vibes. We're turning this season around. And then, you know what? I was, uh, I was kind of joking, but you know, <laughs> hey, four out of four, Girardi gone. I'll take it. Uh, Alex, what a what a what a weekend for the Phils on the field. Just wow, Un- unreal, unreal. Not just for, for for my trip, but think about it. Girardi's gone. The Phils are now four straight. They're hitting the ball. The pitching's being good. The bullpen's allowed one run since Girardi's gone. Defense has been better. Well, okay, Sunday's defense wasn't amazing, but the fields are back, Alex. The fields are back. Dave, you saved the season. How does it feel? <sighs> Just doing what I got to do, Alex. Yeah, you no. did your job, you know. You, all in a day's work. No, I mean, you're right. They look like a very different team uh, since the boogeyman left town. And, uh, you know, I feel like... Uh, it's just been a very they've they've been so much more easy to watch. Um, I I found myself saying a lot during their previous you know dead period. You know they were just very hard to watch, uh, difficult to see them struggle the way that they were struggling in every aspect of their game. Um, and that was not the case this past week. Uh, they were pretty fantastic. They were really fun to watch. They were having fun. We were having fun. Um, you know it was just a really a really nice way to kind of restart the season um, and to start the Rob Thompson era slash the post Girardi era uh, as this will go down in yep. Philly's history books. Yeah. And it, I was saying to you on Saturday and the people I've, I've come across Friday felt like opening day 2.0. It just felt like a new start. Yeah. Uh, everybody was buzzing again. I uh, did. The, the players looked like they were it was an opening day they were having fun they were smiling they were just enjoying themselves the the park the attendances were good straight away 38,000 at Citizens Bank Park could you believe it yeah I mean and, it was uh, a Saturday but Sunday's attendance I think was the biggest I think Sunday's was big but it, it felt emptier but I think because of the sun that just the heat I think mm. people just could not sit in the sun I couldn't sit in the sun but I had to take shade towards the end um but the, the trip, first of all, first of all, getting the trip, I just, again, I want to I wanna thank everybody uh, for making this trip so special and amazing to everyone that I interacted with, everyone that came to say hello, everyone that wanted a picture and just to say hi and have a chat. Incredible. 
uh, incredible to for the Phils to set me up the way they did, and I will be forever, forever grateful uh, for that Friday. And um, just Greg Murphy, uh, you know, been on ABC News, uh, still doing the interviews for news and, and radio now. Um, just a surreal trip, but to to put so many faces to Twitter handles and people that I've been talking to, and and yourself, Alex, you know. Um, that Saturday with you it was fantastic. Uh, meeting Fritzy, that was cool. Um, just meeting so many of you, chatting to so many of you, and you guys just stopped me to say hello. It was just it was just a whirlwind of a trip that I'm never gonna forget ever in my life, and it was just amazing to to talk and meet so many of you. That was one of the best parts of the trip was just chatting baseball with you guys. Um, it's, <laughs> on Twitter, it's great. I love it. And obviously on the podcast right now, and you guys listening, I love it. But face to face talk with all you guys, I appreciate every single one of you, and I thank you so much. Um, the trip couldn't start any worse. Getting up at four a.m. to catch my coach to Heathrow, and the fields had just gone into extras against the Giants after what four hour marathon. Oh, that game was a nightmare. The game I only watched the extras, and that game was brutal, brutal oh. just to watch the extras. It, it couldn't have started any worse. The Phil's losing extras. An hour and 40 minutes to get through to Korea at Heathrow. Thought I was going to miss my plane. The, the, the journey was just long, tiring. As soon as I got off the plane, notifications come through. Segura broken finger. Harper's out the lineup. And I thought, oh, you got to be, you got to be kidding me. This trip cannot start any worse. Not only that, but I stepped out the airport. It was like 34 degrees and crazy humidity. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm in jeans. I'm in a hoodie. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm so hot. I'm sweating already. It's like, ah, oh, this, okay, this, this can only go uphill from here. And um, dumped my bags off, went straight to the ballpark. And hey, the Phils pulled off a nice little comeback win. Nikki mate on home run. Let's go. Schwartz. Uh, June Schwarber straight away on fire, and uh, but at the time, you know, the fields win, and I'm buzzing, Alex. I'm like, Yes, what I want, <laughs> let's go. But people around me were like, Ah, oh, hey, fields have finally won a game, you know, at this time, Girardi's still there, and you know, we just at last broken the losing streak, but you could just sense the feel of, Well, we've won, we've won a game, yay, doesn't really mean much, we're still miles out of it, but hey sign of things to come because whew, <laughs> um Canable got the save in the end and actually it's quite convincing and the bullpen was I think Sanchez came in in that game and was yeah Chris was, Sanchez came for one inning uh and everybody was like oh here goes the lead they were like, around it's, me it's, as over. Well. So, it's over it's over so Sanchez comes in I'm clapping going yeah let's go Chris good to see him back and everyone's like ah, this guy um and then Brad Han comes in and and Han continues to pitch well with coming in and inning fresh, which I think is going forward. has got to be the, the way for him now, Alex. Yep. Bring, be. Him, bring him fresh in. Don't give him these high leverage situations. I think work. he has an 11 straight appearance scoreless streak. I think I might be you're making right. that up. I've got it written down here. Oh, that's, that's he, insane. He, you're on it. I, you're on it, Alex. As somebody who was a huge Brad hand doubter and still is, um, <laughs> man, that is, uh, that's shocking. Shocking. In the best way, but shocking. An incredibly low ERA. Two strikeouts he got that game. Uh, and I, I'm 
I'm still waiting for the all to blow up for Brad Hand. <laughs> you know, it will. It, and it, oh, it probably is. <laughs> uh, Look, for them to have gotten out of him now, what they've gotten out of him is is a is a W. It's a big win. Big so time. Don't worry about it. Big big time. <laughs> Uh, and the field, yeah, Knable was even at the time on that Thursday game was was one, two, three, easy. I actually felt mm-hmm. quite relaxed when Knable came in and the Phil's got themselves a win. I was like, okay, here uh, for me personally, I'm like, here we go. Great. We're off, we're off and running. One out of one. Let's go. Uh, and there was murmurings around at the time that Girardi could could be gone. From the people that I was talking to, um, they were saying, look. Girardi, this could be this is likely to be the weekend Girardi's going to go. Um, I was thinking at the time, okay, well, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. And they were bang on right. First day, off day, exploring the city. Like I walked well over 10 miles just go, zigzagging from Penn's Landing to uh, to Boathouse Row. Uh, God, I love the city. Um, Reading Terminal, guys, recommending D Mix. What D Nix, what a what a shout. The roast, the roast pork. Whew, I didn't eat for the rest of the day. It was uh, <laughs> it was unbelievable. The sharp probe on it, damn. Well, now what was what was a better lunch? Was it Denix or was it Shake Shack? Oh no! Now I was mightily impressed with Shake Shack. Yes, so we, have, we, have, we have Shake Shack in the UK, and it's it's not really a patch on the Shake Shack. Uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that's been my ballpark go to from that one. I think Dave and I got got burgers and milkshakes and uh my stomach was growling in the worst way throughout the rest of the game but yeah, it didn't matter too, yeah because uh that was such a oh man what a classic classic ballpark meal dave classic. i don't think i i don't think i get for the rest of the uh the rest of the day actually again oh, i was man. i was quite content what did i have on thursday oh the franco um the franco uh where it's called pizza oh the pizza you said right the, the yeah pizza yeah 13 bucks yeah i'm probably gonna swerve it next time but <laughs> it was i uh, i couldn't believe it it's like <laughs> the first thing i'd eaten all day since come off the plane i was like oh Dave, I'll, I'll pay it i've heard so much about it did you have wawa oh i'll get to that i'll get to the wawa experience you did oh, oh. i'll get to the wawa i can't wait breaking news so, uh, that oh. was on uh that was on the friday i think yeah it wasn't the friday oh, good first day i explored the city loved it uh and then while having pictures on top of the, the rocky steps by the rocky statue, the, it starts to rain. And I'm like, yes, it feels so good because I'm so hot and sweaty. Uh, and it felt really good. And then it thunder, lightning, the storm, the heavens absolutely open. And then true British style, I'm walking around in shorts and T-shirt, getting drenched, looking sorry <laughs> for myself, uh, trying to get back the two miles to, to back to my accommodation. Uh, yeah. Absolutely drenched. My shoes spent the whole time drying off for the rest of the trip. Uh, as my shorts um, <laughs> rain like I've not seen in a long time. Man, it came down. The roads are flooding. Um, yeah, wow. What an experience that was. Uh, so Friday, I went back out to that way. Because I thought it was a beautiful day Friday. So I went back out and had some more pic- pictures up there. Uh, is that Nola? Is that Lona making an appearance in the background there? Yes, I was not quick enough to my mute yeah, button to, to, to get him to... Uh... To not appear on the podcast, but there you go, guys. A little shout out for my dog. That little Nola. Uh, Friday was incredible. Friday morning, sat in Starbucks, and uh, I was just talking to a, a, a guy who was a Phil's fan, and uh, he sort of recognized the t shirt. He went, Oh, you're the UK guy. And I'll tell you what, straight away now, I miss being UK, UK guy. UK guy. UK guy. UK guy. I'm back home being Dave, um, but being called the UK guy everywhere I went was, was just awesome. 
And uh, we were talking Starbucks. My, the phone goes off and Girardi, what was it? Jim Salisbury tweeting that Girardi could be, looks like it could be some managed movement today. I was like, oh. And then two minutes later. And then, yeah. And two minutes later, <laughs> everyone's gone. Jason Stark Jason was like, Stark was the next gone. One. Yeah, Girardi, gone, gone. Uh, the tweets are flying in. I'm like, are you reading this? It's coming on your phone. I'm not just dreaming this. And then we both sat there for like two minutes, just smiling, going, what? Let's go. Let's go. Like, unreal. And then oh, I got another coffee. I'm just walking down South Street. And the day is going, Girardi, this is it. The season starts now. Girardi's gone. Went down to the South Street Bridge um, to get the beautiful back. Guys, again, recommend the recommendations by you guys were spot on this weekend. People saying go down to South Street Bridge and get a nice shot of the downtown skyline from there. Awesome. I was in a daze for that next few hours. Just like, Girardi's, it's all if it was Girardi's gone. Where do I have my application into? I need to get in there. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. Like, just that part of your story alone so many people were so quick to say, you know, firing Joe Girardi is not going to fix all the Phillies problem. It's, it's, it's not going to be this magic bullet, this magic arrow that's going to cure everything. Right. But that's not what it needed to be. It needed to be for the fran- fans and for the players, uh, yeah. a morale boost, like a reason to rally. Um, exactly. Because it's very, very clear that he was not the best option to keep the clubhouse happy and vibrant and and locked in um i mean that that is very clear at this point um for a litany of reasons that we we won't even go into yet but um you know just your reaction and and the random philly fan at starbucks reaction alone (laughs) kind of tells you all you need to know about why they did what they did and why it was the right move exactly no like twitter was on fire like philly's twitter was on fire it was incredible like (laughs) Just the pure relief and emotion and the happiness. The, the fact that the Twitter was a great place to be. Um, it was just, yeah, it felt like opening day. Here we go again. And I got an email from the, the Phils like an hour later saying, you know, come down early. We can get you into batting practice. I was like, this, this day is just going to be the best ever. And um, so straight away went back to my Airbnb. Uh, got a got changed went straight down there stupidly early 3 p.m <laughs> earlier than it needed to be i was just so excited, buzzing like on the set to line just smiling going oh my god i'm gonna be on the field didn't expect uh harper to be there because i know harper rice usually doesn't do bp um so got there early got through security walked down to the field bryce is there you know taking batting practice wearing the fans cap as well and ah oh, just just a dream come true is, is all I can say that was just being meters yards away from my heroes. You know, it sounds like schoolboy stuff like, Oh, they're my heroes, but they are, you know, I, I love these guys. And to, to see them, you could feel a vibe straight away. The, the guys were laughing. The guys were relaxed. They looked relaxed. Nothing like I'd heard, you know, when you see them in the dugout in games, they look, they look pretty bummed even when they're winning, you know, they, they would, they look, as lifeless as Joe was at times, you know, and straight away, you know, they're looking relaxed. They're looking, you know, Archie Bradley comes out and they're all Harper straight away goes over and hugs him. And then Hoskins is Reese is over there and JT is over there and they're all hugging each other. And you just see these guys in like their natural environment, like when the cameras are off them and they look so relaxed. They look like they were having fun already. And it, it's amazing. I was watching the young guys, Mickey 
Mickey, Nikki, Maton, uh, Mickey, Garrett Stubbs, right? Maniac, you mentioned Stubbsy, um, Bryson Stott, they all, and Alec Bohm were all together as well. Like, uh, you know, because they've, they've come through the minors together, they were all together as well, having a good laugh. They looked very, very close, by the way, the young guys. And it was just, just sitting back, watching them just do that and, and watch them do BP was unreal. Like, Schwarber was crushing it. Bryce, the ball sounds different to anybody else when he's crushing them. You know, he had some in the second deck and it was just, and then when they walk past, past you to go back down the dugout, they're like, you could touch him, reach out and touch him. And just like, you're looking at Bryce going, God, the guy is a God, you know, he's unbelievable. His, his posture. Uh, and you, you're not allowed to really approach the players. They say, don't approach the players. So, but Bryce came over and signed some stuff for some kids down there. And I thought that was so cool. Um, signed some baseballs and some caps. And I was like, ah, oh, what a guy Bryce is, you know, smiling and having a chat with the dads that were there. And I thought, just great. You know, and the kids' faces lighting up as well. And he's like, ah, oh, Bryce, what a man. What an MVP that man is. Nothing like how the media perceive. And then um, Gibson comes out. And I thought, well, he's not playing. So I'm going to try my luck here and get a picture. And had, sure enough, he was happy to take a picture. Um, uh, Stubbsy is unreal. He, what a guy Stubbsy is. Like he was the the one player who took BP the most serious out of anybody. Like even when he wasn't batting, he was there proper, getting into the swings, holding his bat up, getting into the motion. He'll go into BP like a warrior in that cage and was just mashing it. And he was coming out, pumping his arms. You know, he's like, what a what a professional, what a guy that guy is. And he seems like a real character as well. Um, Castellanos, you know, just as you do in a casual vest, just the, the coolest guy on the planet, absolute unreal, posing for pictures as well, you know, just what a guy Nick Castellanos is, and just the experience was unbelievable, and the guys took me around the ballpark, showed me the World Series trophies, couldn't, wasn't allowed to take one home, but it was just, it was unreal, you know, and then meeting Fransky and Murph and T-Mac up in the, in the, in the boxes, uh, and then so waiting for the elevator uh, and who comes out, Dave Dombrowski. So I, I think they were going to say before I got in there that you shouldn't really approach him, but you get, you get one shot, Alex, you get one shot. I'm straight in there. Dave. You made your pitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dave, like uh, Dave from UK Phillies. Uh, and I just went to, I'm doing everything I can to, to grow the brand in the UK and get the fan base bigger and, he, and then like, obviously begging him to bring the Phils over to London for a game, you know, and, and I was saying, oh, bring the, the, the Phils over. Phils, Mets, it makes perfect sense. And he goes, it does, it does. I was like, okay, good, make it happen. But he was saying that it, Major League Baseball had the final say. Um, their pitch is in. It could happen. They're, they're, there is interest from the Phils side. So, fingers friggin' crossed. Um, but he said, look, I love what you're doing over in the UK and um, keep, keep growing that fan base, keep keep being our ambassador i was like ah let's go let's go and um just just topped it all off and then and then the first pitch kyle schwarber heads a bomb the place goes crazy and just straight away it's just the the, the mood changed just like a click of her fingers and the fields went on to dominate 10 nil um efflin pitched a gem i sort of hoping he could have I don't know. Watching on TV, do you feel he could go the full nine innings? He had what 102 free pitches when he came out. Yeah. I mean, as 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 nice as that novelty is, um, 
you know, Zach is a guy that I, especially coming off of like, you know, a, a, a pretty poor start, probably his worst start of the season. Um, for him to be able to just go out there and have those eight innings and not push him and like, you know, in, in, in efforts to, what am I trying to say here? Not in efforts to like, just in case he was going to, you know, lose it all in the ninth. Right. Um, give him that, give him those eight innings to go off of and just be like, yeah, I, I crushed that great way to bounce back. I'm happy. Yep. Um, and you know, let him leave with his head held high instead of, you know, trying to get the novelty of the complete game. There are some situations where, you know, you got to let guys finish the game out, but when he's at 102 pitches, you know, just hand the game over, especially when you have a, a huge cushion, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, just, yeah. just let it, let it be. And then he brought Norwood in, which is for confidence booster to him more than anything else. And he struck out too. And, you know, yeah. and Norwood has looked okay. This, this putting your, series. putting your mop up guy in mop up situations. Is... <laughs> yeah unfathomable i i can't believe it i i i know i know right and schwaber hitting two bombs should have had three bryce yeah. going deep twice uh nicky mason starting um you know what a what a game he had stopped first home run that was amazing yes. that was special as well you know and bryson's home run doesn't when it, hit, when it leaves the bat it's it's a bit unassuming but the ball just keeps going he's got yeah real, he's He's a real free and easy kind of guy. He just yeah. hits the ball where it's put and, you know, lets it do its own work. And that, you know what's really funny, too? Like, I just got to talk to Derek Hall a couple weeks ago. Hey. Uh, I wrote a piece about it. Um, it's up on, uh, shameless plug, uh, at Phillies SI uh, and inside the Phillies, uh, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. Uh, but, you know, I just wrote a piece. Uh, and the one thing Derek and I talked for like, you know, we had a whole hour long conversation, but we talked for like eight minutes about how important it was for Derek to get all the playing time that he did in the minors. Um, yeah. And, you know, he was in the, he called it the post Reese Hoskins era. So obviously there was nobody really there to take his playing time because the Phillies weren't really, they had their first baseman of the future. You know, they weren't really drafting first baseman type profiles. Um, so he got to play. He got to play and he got to struggle through his struggles and he got to thrive in his successes. And he talked about the importance of that and how important that is at every single level. And that's just something that I don't think, um, and, and some media outlets are coming out saying like, Joe wanted to play the young guys. No, nah, nah, no, he didn't. If he did, no, he would have played them. Like I understand the want to win now, but this is a 162 game season. Like the opportunity to win now won't go away. You just have to no, exactly. instill the confidence in these guys to get the results. And thankfully that's being done under Rob Thompson's watch. Uh, and it certainly wasn't being done under Joe Girardi. Yeah. Look, look at the first lineup. The, bo the bottom was what? Boehm, Maton, Moniak, and Stott. Yep. It was that, a five, that, four that, split. That's our, that's our <laughs> prospects. That's our youth straight yep. in there, given their chance. And they, they've, they've taken it, you know, Mickey. And they won the game. They won. Exactly. They won the game in San Francisco, and they virtually won the game in in uh, against the Angels minus Kyle Schwarber. Like, uh, come on now. How could how could you possibly argue with that? Yeah, you exactly. And Maton made an outstanding diving play, which sadly he got injured on. Um, was it the Friday? It was that Friday? Yeah, he made yeah. a super dive. Oh man! And uh, sadly went down a, a hero, but. He's on the IL now, which which we'll get into that shortly. Actually, he's a little bit worryingly short. Um, but yeah, Friday, yeah, opening day 2.0. The, the, the Bryce double start 
first ever home run and everyone's leaving happy. Like the buzz after that win compared to Wednesday night's win was just fathomable, you know, unreal, you know, and Thompson, and then they had the drinks in the, the, the locker room after, didn't they? And did a, did a cheers to Thompson. And already the, the team's bonding more than they ever did on the Girardi. Just even it's, doing. It's so like funny. That. Like Kyle Schwarber was very clearly brought in to be not only a, an esteemed power hitter, but to be a clubhouse leader, to be a guy. He's done this all before. He's won a world series. He's been in the playoffs every single year of his career. Like, you know, it, he's that guy. He is the guy that for the next four years is going to be the captain of this team, probably. Um, And that's huge to have that voice. But it didn't seem like he was really accepting of that role while Joe Girardi was in Philadelphia. Well, And immediately after he leaves, he's he's making a toast in the clubhouse. Like, exactly. Like, like Schwarber had been pretty unassuming until yeah. until now. You know, you didn't hear about anything about Schwarber in the, in, the, in the locker room or even the dugout. He never looked like a, a leader or a clubhouse guy, did he, really? Except for that one blow up, ah, against, course, yeah. you know, versus Angel Hernandez, yeah. which he only did because Joe Girardi wouldn't. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Girardi didn't even back him up, did he? No, you know? not at all. Oh, man. Just oh, that, what a... Yeah. What a cool, those woof. times. Woof. It's um, like forever ago, Dave. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's not the Dave Shaw era, I know. No, uh, yeah, not the. Oh man, <laughs> uh, Saturday, Saturday Xfinity Live. You know, just having a drink before the game, and some some guy rocks up. Uh, is it Mister Alex Carr? I prefer sauntered. I Sa- sauntered over. <laughs> sauntered up. Um, yeah, that, and then yeah, what what we went what had a drink, went to went to Shake Shack. Yes, we did. Uh, by the way, the one thing the Phil's got wrong the whole weekend was not letting fans in for Angels BP. Oh, that was the biggest yeah. shame of the week. You know, I was lucky on Friday. I actually realized how lucky I was because uh, they, they shut the fans out all for, for both days, Saturday and Sunday. Angels missed BP on Friday. They got to the uh, got to ballpark late. And by the way, slightly going to um, go off track a little bit. Shohei Atani, what a guy. So when I got there early Friday for BP, the Angels coach turns up. It's late. And there are tons, tons of Japanese fans waiting at the gates to see a bit of Shohei. And the Angels players get off the coach. None of them look round to the fans whatsoever. And then they're all shouting, except Shohei turns around, waves, sort of comes up to the fence and just sort of, he's there for like two minutes, just acknowledging the, all the fans that were there for him. Seems like such a down-to-earth guy. Saying some stuff in Japanese to, to the guys. I obviously don't know any bit of Japanese, but I presume it's all good stuff. And just just left those those fans outside the gates like with, with memories, you know. And it's just what a what a guy that guy is. He seems like a great guy anyway. He, what you see in the media and during the games. Um, but I've got so, so much time for that guy. What what a what a guy. But um. Saturday, yeah, just it's a shame they wouldn't let fans in for the the Angels BP. They they literally waited until they they finished Saturday and Sunday, and then let the get the people, everybody in uh, later than usual. So that was a that was a bit of a, a shame. Uh, people missed out on that, but yeah, we do. We got a Shake Shack. Um, you had a million Greg- interviews to go to. Oh man, yes. Yeah, so I got on with Greg Murphy doing pre uh, pre radio live, which was an awesome experience. You were there in the booth as well. Oh um, man, that was so funny. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was awesome. Uh, Greg is the man. Absolutely love the guy. Really the sweetest guy. He honestly, Greg, he's just 
is just Mr. Philly, isn't he? He's just, he's unbelievable. He is Mr. Philly's. And everybody loves him. I mean, you really don't realize Greg said right. while, we were, while we were in the booth, I he was, was like, just, we're like zoo animals in here. Like, exactly that. Exactly <laughs> People that. were People. just yelling at Murph, just, Murph, I love you. Murph, yeah. go Phillies. Like all that stuff. Oh, well, it really oh, well, feels like you're oh, caged well, Murph's in. in the middle of doing a live show. Which was incredible. He's yeah. getting, he's getting yelled at and heart, you know, hearts flashed up at him. And he's just, you know, he's going all the way through his little, his, his pregame stuff. He's, he's not even breaking for one second. What a, nope. what a man. And, and he's still looking up, giving the high, high fives and the thumbs and while he's doing his script live, even Jack Fritz coming up to him and giving him a, a few <laughs> gestures, you know, Murph stays professional. Um, yeah. And you, what, what a guy, what, what an mm-hmm. ultimate pro, what experience that was. Uh, then meeting Fritzy after Jack Fritz, uh, of course, we'll see a big fan of him in the podcast and uh, High Hopes podcast plug for, for the Jack and James. Um, oh, and by the way, James, I heard you call in the last High Hopes pod. We'll, we'll get you on, James. We'll get you on Broad Street to Britain. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Yeah, you got you to gotta scratch their back first before they scratch yours. <laughs> you know? so. we'll, uh, yeah, James, we'll get you on. We'll get, we'll get you on. Oh, Don't can't worry. wait. We'll, we'll get you on. I heard you call. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was awesome. Awesome meeting Jack. Uh, then what NBC <laughs> for NBC, uh, bit of filming there. And then we sat down and watched the game. And again, what a first inning. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Five nil in, in the first inning. And, and straight away, you know, and it, there wasn't, I don't think there was one home run hit in the whole game. It was all, it was all small ball. There was no home runs that whole game. Was Yeah, there? it was close. Schwarber hit the one off the wall. Real Muto hit the one off the wall, but no home runs. The wind was not blowing. No, it was, it was pretty good. JT dead. had those two doubles to uh, left field both times, didn't he? Straight down the yeah. third baseline. No, he had three because then he hit one oppo, I think. Oh, he right? did? No, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did have three doubles. He did have three doubles that game and then followed it up again on Sunday. Yeah, Schwab had the double. Yeah, uh, JT had the one under the glove, then he had one ripped down left field, and then he had one oppo as well. That which I reminds thought was me, gone. actually, under the glove, Angel's defense all weekend was horrendous. Oof. You know, we thought yeah, we got problems with defense, but whew. Uh, Angels it was seriously bad. Um, yeah, and again, the feel-good factor was back. What, Camargo got a big hit. Moniak got a, an RBI. Yeah, uh, that's single from... squeeze, wasn't it? No, that was the... Uh, that was uh, earlier in the... That was the one against the Giants, I think. The, uh, oh, of course it was. Camargo, Camargo uh, that was such a huge single. That really kept the, the, the inning moving. But Moniak had the ball that ricocheted off of... Lorenzen's glove. Right. right. Um, that's and it. it was that's like an it. infield single. Okay. Yeah. Cause we were surprised they gave it a single. We thought it was, uh, yeah. it's going to be an error, didn't we? That's right. Yeah. Gives the single. Uh, Camargo had a four RBI day. Yeah. And uh, the thing is with Camargo, we were saying during the game, like he's got like four home runs. I don't remember. You know, he hasn't really had any memorable moments, has he? He's like, no, he, quite we were talking four. about that. I said, Dave, Johan Camargo has three home runs and I don't remember any no. of them. No, and then I completely forgot. Yes, she got four RBI. I thought yeah, he had two on Saturday. Yes, she had yeah four RBIs on Sunday, oh. uh, on Saturday. Uh, Stock didn't get a hit, but got got walked and then came home both times as well. Stole a base as well, I think in that yep. time. He had a um, good game. He he had a good series. Stott, yeah, he LC. really did. We'll get to he had a great Sunday's series. Heroics, but Stock had a really good series, and although his average hasn't improved that much, when he got on base, he was making things happen. Yeah, and I mean, f- first home run lifted him big time. That's the ultimate thing. He really, where he was really falling short 
um, and we mentioned this while we were we, while we were sitting in our seats, but um, you know where he was really falling short was his strikeout percentage. Um, you know he just is not a guy that has struck out a lot before. So to see him striking out at the clip he has at the, in the majors is obviously pretty striking. But he's been taking his pitches, working his at bats. He does not yep. look very overmatched anymore. I mean, there are still times where he's definitely he's definitely fighting for it up there, but at least he is working and grinding at bats and making things happen. Um, that is a, a huge improvement uh, from where he was. And look at what happens when you give him some playing time. Yeah, is all I'll say. This is it. This is it. And this is what we've been saying previously in the previous pods. Keep him in and let him figure it out. Yep. Let him work it out. Don't then put him back on the bench and then play him for, for pinch hits and send him up and down. Just just give him the at-bats because his defense is good. You know, really yeah. good. You know, it, he's definitely more of like a of a either third baseman or second baseman. I would rather him be a second baseman, honestly, just based on his skill yeah. set. But I, even then, I mean, he is, he is a, just, he's very good at a lot of things and that's what counts. I mean, that's like a Jonathan India type, right? Like when, uh, yeah, you know, Jonathan yeah. India who, who, who won rookie of the year, very, very good at multiple things. Um, and that alone is enough to make you a productive baseball player. I mean, I'm looking at his, I'm looking at his game logs right now. First of all, he scored seven runs in that series again. Well, seven runs. Uh, the two against San Francisco and then uh, five against the angels yep. scored seven runs. And look, I don't look at cumulative stats a lot, but when you're a guy that is knocking in six RBIs and scoring seven runs, a, you know, a combined generation of, of 13 runs, I guess, take two of those out because he, two of them was himself again from the home runs. But when you're scoring 11 runs in, in a series for your team, that's, that's pretty darn good. Um, and he's also five for his last, oh goodness, I have to do math, uh, five for his last 15, like five for his last 15, but he's also walked twice. Yeah. So, you know, getting on base the majority of the time uh, is, is, is pretty darn solid. Yeah, he, uh, so. he, had, he had an average of over 0.3, I think, for this, this Angels series just gone. Something like that. Yeah, it, he's... It's massive series. I, I'm... Yep. The funny thing is, before this series, I thought he'll be coming down he hit, before the injuries hit as well. That he'll be the one going down for Diddy Gregorius, and I thought, oh, this is Stott needs game time, you know. And then, wow, uh, Girardi's gone. Stott's a hero, and how things change. Wheeler, um, Wheeler wasn't well. Nine strikeouts actually. We, Wheeler was on, but he got deep. He definitely counts. he wasn't at his best, but he was still good. Yeah, and he still won the matchup, which was yep. uh, on paper I thought would actually be a pretty tough matchup with Lorenzen. Uh, Brad Hand again comes in, ERA one point one three now. Super Good Brad Lord. Hand. Uh, Dominguez comes in, pretty solid, louder hit, but uh, two strikeouts. His ERA is now one point seven four. He hasn't allowed a uh, a run in over a month. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm. Um, so we do. We do. Well, where are we in the point of? Do we make him a try we're, closer now? We're heading into not only make him the closer territory, we're heading into extend him before you make him the closer territory, just so that you can have him locked up for cheap to yeah. at least signify that there is like one guy that you can build around in this bullpen and he's not going anywhere and he's really, really good. Like yeah. we're heading into that territory. He has been so good this year and has shown such a strong rebound from recovering after two Tommy John surgeries, by the way, what a story this man is. Um, but 
you know, he is such a um, significant part of this bullpen right now that I, I think you kind of have to slap an extension on him and, and call it a day and, and just quick. ride, ride with yeah. Sir Anthony. Yeah. You got to yeah, do because it. You're right. His, his the story is unbelievable because two, Unreal. two Tommy Johns players are usually pretty done after that. You know, they're nowhere near get, got back to where they were before they're off. Yeah. Let alone gunning a hundred miles an hour in their what, yeah. like 16th game back. It's, like, it's, it's unbelievable. Like the guy is like, Better than a new signing, you know, oh, and the, going into this season, we were hoping one, because Sir Anthony came back a little bit early, didn't he, than we expected. Yeah. Um, we were, we didn't know what we we're going to get out of Sir Anthony. We thought it could be a long rehab process. And the guy, I, the guy I went as far as to, to not include him in, in, in preseason projection lists. I was like, yeah, I'd feel more comfortable, you know, yeah. keeping him at triple a, letting him get his feet under him, you know, kind of giving it some time. Uh, you know, let's just look to the Phillies to sign another, you know, extra bullpen arm or something like that. Yep. I mean, I have never been more glad to be more off base. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, right, right. he is uh, the saving grace of this Phillies season so far. The one purely good thing over the entire span of the season has been Sir Anthony Dominguez uh, and Bryce Harper, but like, you know, injuries and such. Yeah. Dominguez is just, it, it, he brings you an air of confidence when he, even when oh. he walks on, you know, I watched him when he walked on Saturday and he just, he's got a stature comes to me. He comes in meaning business, you know, what a foreign feeling that is too, for yeah, a Phillies right, reliever to right. walk into the game and everyone's like, Oh yeah, we're going to keep this lead. All yep. good. Like the, I've, I can't say I felt that with any Phillies reliever in at least like, uh, wow. Like since Ken Giles, Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, so eight years. 2016, 2017. Crazy. 2015. 2015. I was there. I was there for Ken Giles' first ever ever start. Um, That's a blast. Um, And then then the Phils did something they don't usually do. They tacked on two more runs in the bottom of the eight. When it was just starting to get a little bit close. The Angels were starting to threaten. We tacked on more runs. You know, (laughs) Hello. So Knable sits down, Brogdon comes in, Brogdon, good, got himself a strikeout. I think he got oh, two outs shock. in the first two pitches. Two yep. outs in two a, pitches. Brogdon's ERA is now 2.61. Relatively small sample Connor size. Connor Brogdon's good? Brogdon. <gasps> I'm shocked. I, I hope he's used more. Because he, oh, he's a guy who's, yes. whose confidence is, is, is very much coming back now. He started, obviously, spring training wasn't good for Connor. Yeah, slow starting. ERA is now back to two point six one. Another guy who came in and looked really confident. Didn't yeah, he's look like he the... was going to falter. The the, the velo's back up to where it, about where it, about to where it was, um, almost. But he looks like a guy now who I think we can lean on a bit more. We can, we can go to Connor a bit more now. And again, look, thinking down the line, but you know if we could have Connor and Sir Anthony as an eight and nine going forward as a reliable eight and nine. Which what I c- I could see could happening at some point if Connor continues yeah. to progress and Sir Anthony is put into that closer position or even connect you know Connor Canable Dominguez. Yeah, know. I mean, for for me, if you move Sir Anthony from the current role he's in, which was up until uh, Rob Thompson took over, um, was kind of like a fireman. Like no matter where you are, if the game's close, he's coming in, which is great. I I like that yeah. role for him. But if he moves to the closer role, which I like even more for him, because that's just a much more dire necess- necessity area for the Phillies. Um, if he does move there, 
I mean, you're definitely looking at Connor Brogdon and Corey Knable being those guys that like you kind of turn to as like your stoppers. And when Connor Brogdon gets his below back up to the, you know, the 97, 99 area that he was sitting last year. Yeah. I mean, that is exactly where you want him to be. He's very good. Um, he is very, very good. Knable, he needs to find his curveball. He needs to be yeah. put in scenarios where he's able to do that. But um, so I wouldn't quite trust him as much yet. Um, but man, yeah. Brogdon and Sir Anthony being good is huge going, if not this year, going forward. Yeah. For yeah. I'm talking yeah, down, down the line. Uh, obviously got to get Connor into more leverage situations mm-hmm. to see where he is at the moment. Um, but from what I've seen from Connor in the last few outings, I've been, I've been really encouraged. It's nice yeah. to see that Connor Brogdon that we hope would kick on from last year after a really good year. Um, we're starting again now to see him push on, which is which is really encouraging. Uh, Saturday again did pretty bleak. Um, the, the shootings just literally two blocks down from where I was staying was um, was was pretty sobering actually. Um, walking back from the scepter, heard the shots obviously at the time, didn't know what was going on. Thought it was fireworks as they were celebrating Pride Night down there and. My mate who I was walking back with, we assumed there was fireworks going on. Then before we knew it, we, we could hear vague screams. But again, we, we, we had no idea the commotion was going on. Uh, and then a lot of sirens went past and we were told to get in uh, because we were going to see sort of, oh, it sounds lively down there. Let's see what's going on down there. Um, in terms of, oh, sounds like a good time happening down there. And actually it was, it was the exact opposite. And when the sirens started going past, you knew, you know, damn, something's... Something's going. Something's gone on, uh, but nothing to the extent of what we found out in the morning. Um, and then, yeah, waking up Sunday morning, straight away opening Twitter and seeing that you know the, the mass shooting and um, three dead. You know what? What a you, the day couldn't start any worse. And then just walking out the apartment and straight away the roads closed off, so you have to go the other direction and just the somber mood around and the after effects of everyone talking. You know, I went to Starbucks again, got breakfast and everyone talking about it and it was a real real the day couldn't start any worse and um yeah it it put me in a bit of a real well actually put me in a real somber down mood for for sunday it was uh the worst the worst possible start not you know a bit bit of a scary thought that i was very very close to what happened and i don't think of what ifs and stuff like that but the fact that you know south street for those that haven't been to Philly listening in the UK, South Street is such a, it's a great place. It's a, it's a great vibe. It's very cosmopolitan. Um, a lot of bars, restaurants, gyms, uh, steaks is, is, on, is on South Street, which is exactly where it happened. Um, it would have been really busy that night with, with uh, revelers and people celebrating Pride Night and people just having a good time. You know, it's, it's, it's such a great area. It's, 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 if you, go to philly take a walk down south street it's a it's a cool it's a real cool area and um just for it to happen there alone and the the, the way people a lot of people were accepting of what happened as well which just shocked me obviously being from the uk and we're, we're very lucky enough not to have the sort of gun problems um we have our own problems no doubt about it um but just to hear people that uh, it was oh it was another shooting it was and as if it it happens all the time and that was just it was just shocking it was it was a, it was a real eye opener um yeah so the day started pretty somber it was i was 
pretty bummed. I was really bummed. I'm not going to lie. And just, just, yeah, the day couldn't start any worse. Um, Sunday turned out to be one hell of a day for the Phils. You know, the, the afternoon start was nice. Got on the, got on the uh, scepter early. Got to the ballpark early. Again, just hung around Xfinity. Trying to take it all in um, because you got to. And anyone who hasn't been to Sitton's Park, by the way, if you're listening to the UK, right, just, just, just save up and go out there because every time I get off the scepter and I see the floodlights, I get a little tingle. Like every time I see Sitton's Bank Park, like, I don't know about you, Alex, because you've been, probably been there loads of times. No, I, I honestly, there's this really iconic. So when you're driving down 95, I think that's still 95. Um, when you're driving down 95, uh, there's like this, this one particular stretch of road where you are, whether you're driving North or you're driving South, you can see the sports complex from a yeah. mile away, but that whole stretch of road, you're just forced to stare at the sports complex. You see yeah, the Wells yeah. Fargo center, you see the link, and then you see Citizens Bank park and you see Xfinity live and all those great things. Um, but every time I drive past that, you know, uh, just always an iconic, iconic view. Um, yeah, and it yeah. makes me really happy. Um, and I think that that is, uh, I, I think a lot of Phillies fans can say that because, you know, and, and Eagles fans and Sixers fans and Flyers Absolutely. fans. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's where a lot of awesome things happen. Um, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I get that same feeling. Too, yeah, it's, Even no matter how many times I go. It, it's... One thing that always surprised me, especially when the first day I go after on the first day of a trip, is is I forget how friggin' big the place is. Yeah. Like Citizens Bank Park is big. You know, it's you look up and you think it's look, it's so much bigger than on TV. And then you stack it next to a basketball and hockey complex, and yeah. then also <laughs> yeah. a massive football field. And you're like, this I can't possibly, you know, figure out where to go next. Yeah. It's uh it's- pretty awesome it, it 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 is and then sunday i always i always like to rope around sunday and take it in from different vantage points it's my my favorite thing to do on a sunday last game before i go home uh so i got the cheap tickets um oh, it was hot sunday was hot i've still got a bit of sunburn uh from sunday it was baking hot met my friend daniel uh danny and, and we we sort of just Walked around, started in the Yingling um, standing section, watched a bit there, then went up to the top of just underneath the bell, actually. The little uh, nice, the little bit underneath there, and watched there for a while. The flag got on TV from the long pan shot, so that was cool. Uh, yeah, no, Gibby, Gibby was Gibby. It's sort of, it's sort of same old. He sort of starts well, and then second, third time, second time to the order. order. Yeah, Guts found out. But still, as I, I say to you, Alex, and people I chat to, we still you still get Gibby's still a really good fifth starter, you know. Yeah, he gives you exactly what you you want out of a fifth starter. Yeah, he um he he just gives you innings, right? I mean, even when he is leaving after three point two, you know, it's better than a bullpen game, right? And yeah. and that is probably an overly optimistic way to look at it. But I mean, more often than not, Kyle Gibson is going to give you a. I mean, more often than not, this year. He's given you a solid six innings or like five, maybe uh, yeah. with, with two runs or less. I mean, the majority of his starts have come that way. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the, sometimes he'll, he'll falter, but yeah, for the most so, part, he's pretty well. 3.1 innings, six hits, 
that forfeiting was a, dis- a disaster. It just, yeah. it just snowballed. And that under Girardi was a game that we, we lose every time. Yep. Every time. And at the time, watching, it sort of had that feeling as well. People were a bit bummed. You know, the, the atmosphere went a bit flat. It's like, oh, here we go. Five nil down. This is it. And, and I was a bit the same. I was like, ah, oh, well, I've seen the series win. You yep. know, we... We looked a bit lifeless. We had the bases juiced early on. We couldn't do anything. Just couldn't get that click. But one thing on mine that kept going through, and I kept saying to Danny, my mate, who was sat next, stood next to me, it's like, we can just get to the bullpen early. We got a chance. We did. We got Sandoval the game early, and that, that was key. There were still some big at-bats. Although we couldn't get the runs in, there were still some a lot of players fighting. Uh, Alec Bohm had a big day for him because he was starting to get cold. Free hit game. We were going deep into counts against Sandoval. So although we couldn't get those key hits, we were drawing walks. We were getting him in high in pitch counts, and then we managed to get to him. But the, the bullpen deserve a biggest credit as, as Stott and Harper because Nick Nelson was brilliant. Absolute 2.1 innings, two strikeouts. I, him and Chris Sanchez kept us in that gap and familiar actually okay he's not been fantastic this season but credit where credit's due he gave us a big inning as well that bullpen kept because the angels were, were, were rocking then they got their five runs against gibson and you could see their tails were coming up i was like okay we got we, we stopped the bleeding and the bullpen did that they did they kept us in the game and they gave us that shot of getting back into it and didn't because under girardi that's the game where Nelson comes in and he'll allow a run. And then Familia will come in and he'll probably allow a run. And heads will be low and, you know, the same old story. Sanchez will come in and probably give up four. And, oh, it will, one of those games it would usually unravel. Yeah. But the bullpen kept in it, Alex. And, you know, although it's been overshadowed by, and rightly so, by Stott's heroics and Harper's heroics, but that bullpen played a massive role on Sunday as well. Yeah, here's, here's the thing about that. Uh, there's a big difference between how Nick Nelson was used to relieve Kyle Gibson and how Nick Nelson was used to relieve. Who did he relieve when Joe Girardi put him in to be the stopper um, of, of, of a game against, I think it was the giants. Was it Tuesday um, against the giants? Cause he hasn't I think been so. used. I think it was used since Tuesday. I think first, was... yeah. First game against the giants. I think it was. Um, uh, I, yeah. It was Su- after Suarez. Is, yeah. Uh, after Ranger Suarez. Yeah, Tuesday. So here's, here's, here's the big thing. Ranger allowed what? Two, two runs in that uh he did yeah in that first three innings or something like that and then he, yeah. his pitch count was just too high and and they 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 took him out uh i can't really remember exactly correctly but they 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 took suarez out and replaced yeah. him with nick nelson while the game was still within reach that's the problem if the game is well within reach and you put your long relief guy out there you're immediately taxing him with a very heavy inning of, you know, I got to get these inherited runners off base and then I got to come out and get, you know, six more outs because they they need me to eat innings. Like automatically that's swimming around in his head. When he's relieving Kyle Gibson down five, nothing, that's fine. That's okay. You can put him in and, and the damage is going to be the damage, whatever. But, you know, those are two completely different situations. Ideally, you get him in with a clean in. Like you get him in, you know, the start of an inning, no ducks on the pond, anything like that. Everything's clear. Sure. But the way that he was used on Sunday is completely different than the way he was used on Tuesday. I just want to put that out there. But also, Nick Nelson is a major league pitcher. That is yeah, something is. that I'm yep. very excited about. Um, 
And honestly, you look back at that trade now that the, the Phillies made with the Yankees at the, uh, the rule five deadline, um, which there's no rule five draft this year, but say la vie, um, <laughs> you know, uh, they traded TJ Rumfeld and somebody else, a low a arm uh, that I can't remember who it was um, for Nick Nelson and Donnie Sands, Donnie Sands, who they're going to flip, probably flip at the trade deadline for a huge profit. Um, which, you know, I hate looking at players that way, but they just simply don't have room for another catcher. Um, you know, but they, they, they will turn him around for, because he's having an absurd season and he's hurt right now, but, you know, having an absurd season at AAA easily has shown, uh, you know, that he's, he's ready for the call. So he will definitely be, be used in a trade at some point. Um, and got Nick Nelson for a 10th round pick and a, a flyer arm. Um, and Nick Nelson has just come in and, you know, the command concerns have evaporated um, and he is just, he's throwing gas. He's throwing really filthy, you know, secondaries and he's doing it all while giving you multiple innings out of the bullpen. That's huge. He has yeah, been yep. huge. Um, especially when the Phillies rotation was, was so short staffed at the start of, of the season, you know, with Wheeler and Suarez having, having ramp up issues. Right. And we're still kind of seeing that with Ranger Suarez. He still is, is definitely not himself. Um, but man, that, that has just been huge. And Christopher Sanchez, I don't know if I've seen enough to like declare the same, but Christopher Sanchez this week was great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he was, was yeah. instrumental. Yeah, I, Chris Sanchez seemed like... We, jury's still out. Jury's still out. Yeah. It, it was against the Angels at the time when he came in. Well, to be fair, when he came in Sunday, the Angels were still in front. So, you know, they, yeah. they, want, they want to tack on more and... He looked confident. There was yeah. a bit of air, air of you're going to get any runs past me. You're going to get any hits past sliders. me. Couple of great sliders. Yeah, re- yeah, a couple really, of really good ones. Really nasty stuff, actually. And, yeah. And, and again, amazing the difference. <laughs> you know, Joe's gone. We're bringing in Chris Sanchez and twice, and he's <laughs> looked so far. Now jury's out, but you know, and the it's, execution it, it it's different, but at the same time. It is certainly coincidental that those things are happening. But, but I, I mean, agree. it's just amazing that everything went right. You know, yeah. Sanchez comes in and we hold. Nick, Nick Nelson comes in, we hold. Familia comes in, uh, uh, we hold. You know, Nick Castellanos got himself a big RBI. The Angels' defense then started to crumble. Those two runs straight after them scoring five were, were, were also key. Yeah, again, we, we, it's something we didn't see on the Girardi. There was no fight. We went down 5-0. That was usually it. So straight away, two runs. Top of the eighth face score again, and you're thinking, ah, oh, you know, oh, again. Okay, uh, you're gonna need a grand slam to tie this slam. one up. Oh man! And just so I, at the time, because I, I, I was, I was down by the Harry Callis statue, and we were watching standing up by the little bar bits round there, the bits where you can stand up behind the stand, and uh, I was with the guy behind the life of a Philly account, the the, the one. And only. Oh, nice. Really, really, and his dad, really nice people. Uh, so we're just chatting to them. And uh, shout out to John, who'd flown in from Ireland, watching that as well. Wow. Uh, so I was, I was talking to them at the same time. I'm my friend Daniel. So we're, we're sort of chatting away as the eight fitting was going on. And, you know, we were getting on base and things were starting to happen. But we're sort of, we're watching the screen as well and sort of watching what's going on at the same time but sort of you know just just chatting and catching up and having some pictures and then you know okay we've got two on base and then her and then no Didi comes in single and we're, and we're thinking oh diddy has been up for ages you know oh diddy before we had a chance to write him off first that first pitch single 
Things, yeah, right up the middle too. Really, things were happening, work. and then uh, did they walk Schwab? I think they walked. Then walked Schwab to get down. Yeah, he worked a walk. Worked I believe. Walk. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, all everyone's attention was on. You know, like okay, here comes Reese. Uh, and we're just like thinking, just don't double play Reese. Just get the ball in play. And um, yeah, Reese Reese had a bit of a bad series actually. He was pretty yeah. shocking. Struck out, but then all of a sudden it's like okay, Bryce is up. Okay. Who, by the way, had a, so what was really interesting? The, Joe Madden has walked guys with the bases loaded twice this year. Yes, um, he did it against Seattle and he did it against Texas. Um, it, yeah, and like this is this is something that he's done. And Bryce has amazing numbers against Rizal Iglesias in his career. Everybody knew this heading into it. He was like three for five with a home run and like a double and some some some. I mean, everybody knew this. They season well. Like, I was fully expecting. I was like, oh, Joe Madden? Man, we're not we, going to get to see exactly Bryce hit same, here. Alex. We were. We and was, I was like, oh, man, I guess. I was like, maybe maybe he's just going to, like, pitch around him. And, like, if they get the if they get the walk, they get the walk. But I did not think they were going to actually actively pitch to Bryce Harper. This in is that what scenario. made no sense to us as well. We were saying they're going to walk Bryce. Castellanos just hasn't seen the ball well today yep, he's, got, he's got the rbi but he hasn't he, he's just cast it they, they've got to cast it all, all day today so they're going to especially when they went behind the count to harper for or harper's going to get walked they'll probably give up the run and bring castellanos in that three and two the the sound of the ball off the bat you knew straight away and it was just euphoria uh, and was, he knew it too. Oh, oh I, man. I didn't see the reaction until after because we were too busy going crazy. Like we were jumping on, I was jumping on random people's backs and high fiving everybody. It was just complete euphoria. The noise, the noise. I know on TV it looks slightly empty, but trust me, it was still busy. People were taking shelter, people were taking shade. You know, people were just trying to get out the sun like we were towards the end. But yeah, the and noise. For those of you who haven't had the pleasure of seeing Dave Shaw at a Phillies game, I mean, the man <laughs> only gets to go to so many. Every time a run is scored, Dave is on his feet, the, the UK Phillies flag streaming out of his pocket, and he's waving it up, <laughs> up and down, just, just like a classic, you know, UK football fan. So um, it, it just an absolute pleasure when Dave's going crazy <laughs> to watch I, that. I was running around Harry Callis. <laughs> Just, just, just going, <laughs> running, just going crazy. Absolutely. And then the MVP, oh, I wish I could have seen it. MVP, oh, the chance of MVP afterwards. Just unreal. Ah, oh, the buzz. Like, it just the best euphoria I've seen watching any Phil's game being there. You know, unreal. And just the, the place was alive. Like, wow. People, I think just. And then, and I think Castellanos went close on the at bat. He was super close. Unfortunately, hit it to the only place in the park that spans 411 feet. Right, uh, which is how far the ball went. So it sucks. In my euphoria, I was FaceTiming the LA Angels, Nick from the LA Angels account, uh, UK account. Uh, I'm just sort of giving him a bit of MVP, rubbing it in. Then, Would you FaceTime him again? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dave. Oh, just to, no. Just, uh, just to see how he was doing. And, uh, and yeah, and then all of a sudden, the crack of the bat while I was on the phone, I'm like, and then everyone was going, oh, my God, this is gone. And, uh, yeah, just fell short. And then Canable comes in and just immediately <laughs> rattens the place. Like, yeah. I, I have not gone. Like, the only way I could describe it 
for those in the UK in football terms, soccer terms, is scoring a last-minute winning equaliser, then allowing... In the allowing, 94th minute. Yeah, 94th <laughs> minute allowing a goal and then scoring a winner in the 97th minute of stoppage time, the last kick of the game. That's the only way I can describe it because when Knievel came in... And do you know what? what, what his first two pitches were balls and you just knew straight away yeah he's not got it he just maybe even just get him out and <laughs> put put dominguez in or something you know but yeah allowed the run and th- the people were leaving you know and uh, honestly if it wasn't because i want to see i will never understand people there, that do that by it the was way sickening but so you know again we were chatting to my mate's life of a phil's fan and just you know just getting just catching up you know and just uh Having a chat, you know, we were behind bottom of the ninth. It was like, well, okay, you know, didn't start well. And then Stotts at bat was just, uh, I think Camargo got uh, Herrera. Ah, so Herrera got on with a single. And then I think, I think there was a moment, then didn't, then, then Didi got his hit. But Herrera perhaps should have gone. I think Herrera should have gone. He was on third and should have No, really... wasn't it uh, Alec Bohm? So Alec Bohm hit uh, uh, not a gapper, but yes. but a tailing shot down yeah. the left field line um, or, or to left field, I should say, that, that kind of tailed over the left field line. And for some reason, he put on the brakes uh, and Brandon Marsh kind of even – he got to the ball quickly, but he kind of struggled right, to get yeah, it in it. quickly. That's it. That's and it. for some reason, Alec Bohm was not standing on second base and that was – so pivotal at the time um because yeah, then was. you know then didi gets that single you're right then didi got that single yeah yeah and, um, then, yeah. and, yeah, and, oh, yeah, and kamala got injured on the last inning right slipping over the bite i think correct, slipping over correct, the base. yeah that's that's it. right um and then uh you know didi gets that single i still don't think alec bone would have made it home uh i i you know that that single was a hot shot right to well nothing that didi hits yeah. a hot shot but it was a a shot of something, and, uh, and, you know, directly the center field. And so again, we're debating. Oh, will will, will they will they walk Stott to get to Schwarber, who again hadn't been having a great game? And then the, the, the park got it got noisy when Bryce came up, even before his his grand slam. Bryce comes up, the, the park's going crazy. Stott comes up, and it's just I don't know where there was this energy. Like people were just really there was it was really bizarre. It's like, all right, Bryson, this is your moment. You know, this is this is it. And the the noise, it was like we would we were trying to save a game in the in the in the top of a ninth, you know, as if Cable's coming in to try and save that that everyone everyone was on their feet. Everyone was like when Harper came in before his grand slam, everyone was on their feet for every pitch. Like, come on, Bryson, come on, just just put the ball in play. And the moment and then and then it ha- and then it happens. So it left oh. his bat. Now from where we're standing, we have not got a great view of head- heading up to left field. And again, he's got that unassuming s- swing. He's got that. Un- he hits the ball. It looked okay off the bat, but we heard the cheers from behind the plate, and we thought, surely not. We're watching the ball. It's not gone that high from where we are. We're, we're watching the outfielder. He looks like he's going to catch it. So I was. I remember holding on to Daniel's shoulders, like grabbing him, going, "I did this, Mike. This is gonna go. It's not. It's not gonna go. It's like, oh, actually, it could go. It could go. Oh my god. Oh my freaking god. It's gone into the stand, and it just absolute pandemonium times two. You know, double what Harper's was. 
there were people running back from who had just been walking out to the gates to go rushing back like a just people hugging each other again just absolute pandemonium again just just unreal scenes the, the best just surreal absolutely surreal way i say it's like a 97th minute in in football winner you know limbs as we call it it was just mm. celebrating again i was running around with the flag going absolutely crazy getting jumped on by people jumping on people's backs like just just what what a feel good it was unreal and what a moment for for bryson you know what a what a way to stamp like i'm here i'm in the yeah. pigs now I've, I've got this and Let's hope for, for him, he can now kick on. Um, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying doing that every game and home running and, and those games, but just keep getting on base. Keep, keep oozing that confidence he now has. Keep playing a big part in games because that for the young kid was unreal. The, the, the reaction of, of Bryce and Schwarber to his, to his walk <laughs> off, the, it's what a moment, you know. And then I saw and then... afterwards the kids, <laughs> the kid in the grandstands, like, oh, amazing. Just, you and... just couldn't you couldn't script it truly seeing first of all if you think that moment isn't going to power bryson's confidence for weeks months maybe years to come i mean that's about as big as a moment as you can get especially when you were struggling you know not four games ago to even put the bat to the ball i mean if you don't think that moment is gonna is gonna stay with him for a long long time um you've got another thing coming uh also, to, to see his post-game interview and to see, you know, obviously Bryce Harper, Mickey Moniak, they dump some ice cold water on him. Uh, and then, you know, oh, who followed up? Uh, I can't remember who followed up after that, but Bryson was just, he was speechless and, you know, very calm demeanor about him always, but he just, he didn't know what to say. He was like, I don't even know what's happening right now. Uh, I, I truly can't, like, he couldn't fathom what had just transpired. Um, and, you know, I, I, I talked to his mom a little bit after the game um, oh, awesome. and they were actually all with family. I think they were at like a graduation uh, party or something. So for, for, for their nephew, something of the sort. Um, but they were so they were all together and, and, and they were watching it. I asked her if she was if she was there to witness it. Um, and they were all they were all gathered together. But I mean, if you don't think just for his family and for him, how big a moment that is, especially after him, you know, having a, having a, a troubled start to the, to, to his major league career. Um, you know, that it's unimaginable what those things can do for you um, yeah. as a major league baseball player. Not that I would know, but you know, yeah. so yeah, I've yeah, heard, yeah, you, could, you, could imagine. <laughs> you know, unreal, you know, it just topped off the greatest weekend that you, you could ever have for the, for the fills for myself. You know, the, the scepter line afterwards, people singing on the in the stations, let's go, Phillies, you know, and just the buzz. The buzz is back. You know, the great crowds on on Saturday and Sunday. The bank was was back to how it should be. Um, you know, and we can have a good series against the Brewers and D-backs coming up. The, the bank is going to be full for that Marlins, and there's the biggest test of the season yep. coming up. The Miami Marlins Huge. right there. Um, just incredible. Just, just, inc- I just... Not even it wasn't till today when I actually slept. You know, I didn't sleep at all <laughs> on the plane the way back. Never do. Um, it wasn't until I, I woke up this morning and just I watched all the videos again, watched the moment again, and, and for the first time it sunk in. Like what? What a weekend! What a what a four nights! In just incredible holiday blues hit hard today. 
just just cannot we, we, the fails cannot waste this cannot go all that <laughs> can't we can't do all that for nothing we can't then yeah, go against the brewers and be flat and then you know lose to the d-backs and then brewers because then this weekend's just been what for what nothing we, we it, it's time to go it's yeah it, this is it it's it's go time for the fills you know we, we've got ourselves right back in the wild card race i know the braves are still winning now the, the giants are you know they're, they're not looking great the boot the brewers are banged up i tell you we can take some wins off the brewers puts them right back into reach as well in the wild card you know i'm not even looking at the mets by the way the mets at this point i'm not even looking at division forget the mets if they they mets it they mets it but their woes will come in the postseason hopefully all i'm looking at is that is that wild card those wild card spots that's all yeah. i care about and it's just taking one of those and then booking flights for october <laughs> <laughs> and, and for, to, to to your credit dave i mean for those of you that weren't lucky enough to to meet dave this week and 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 to kind of you know meet the guy that's been my friend for five six years now um Dave is just such a, an amazing person. And the fact that the Phillies haven't reached out yet to sponsor his next visit <laughs> is, uh, is, is troubling to me because, you know, especially if they're, if they're in it in October, I mean, you can't have a postseason without Dave Shaw stateside. It's, you just can't, you can't, there's no way they'll win. One there's game. no way, there's no way they'll win. So, I mean, next time he's out here, all of you have to do whatever you can to to meet Dave because he made so many people's days this week. <laughs> Everybody was stopping. I mean, to be even on, I was just with him on Saturday, but like, you know, even to be the guy just walking with him and having so many people stop him and be like, Oh my gosh, you're the UK guy. UK guy. Like, <laughs> you know, just all those, all those people that, you know, their days were made infinitely better by meeting Dave. Um, you know, you, it's he, he's gotta he's gotta be here he's gotta be here for when that moment eventually comes so uh if anybody from the phillies org is listening gotta gotta get dave back over there come on for guys october i've got uh, that week up now the only, downs, the only problem is i can't get out during wild card week thank well what week. i'm saying is they have to sponsor your entire visit oh that's great yeah yeah, yeah. they gotta put you up you can sleep yeah. in the press box or something i'll sleep, like, I'll, uh, sleep don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I'll sleep wherever sleep I'll in like. the kitchen or, or or one of the restrooms Figure something out, but, uh, but the, the fills, I, I can't get wildcard week off work fills. That's the only problem. So you're going to have to get in, in postseason. Um, thanks MLB for making wildcard free games. So <laughs> I, I think if, if the, what, if the fills get the wildcard, then they will be the road team for all three games anyway. So we wouldn't even be at home. Uh, I think as the new rules work out. So I think you're right. The divisional winners and the top wildcard team. No, the divisional winners all have all have home games mm-hmm. the entire wildcard series. So the mm-hmm. Phils will likely be on the road anyway. But whoever we face will win. You know, Nola and Wheeler one two uh, one two will be done in two games anyway. So then then when we're in, I love it. I the love it. Division. Then I'm out. One game. That's all I want. One. Mm. I just want to. I just need Rock I just need to. No, you gotta be. You gotta be here for all of them. But I'll you gotta stay all, all the way through November. Yeah. No, all I'm, the way. Uh, I may need some sponsorship then. <laughs> well, yeah. Money. It's gotta happen. Dude, yeah, you, you all have to come. It's come on. It's it, it, well, let's get there. Let's get there. But I, I <laughs> this weekend, uh, I'm 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 feeling super good. Look, the the feels a heart. The Brewers coming up that i reckon against the Brewers is generally good actually we've yeah we seem to and they are they're really dinged up i mean they are. uh they are without hunter renfro they're without willie adamas they're without um i can't think of who else right now christian yelich is in a major slump um i mean 
The only thing that you really have to be cognizant of in this Brewers series is that if you allow them to maintain a lead through the eighth inning, yeah, Josh, they're screwed. Yeah. Well, and 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 you know Devin Williams and every other secret weapon yeah, they can Devin throw Williams, at you. I who, mean, who we allowed to get hot again? Uh, well, running the season, he was cold until he faced us. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, but like you know, Corbin Burns is obviously gonna be a problem. Hopefully, they can at least get a hit off of him. Yes. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, you're facing two pitchers that you, you probably can knock around. Ranger should have a great game tonight. Of course, as I say this, a knock on wood because he's <laughs> probably going to get shelled because I'm yeah, saying it. But if it isn't this tomorrow, well, he should be great. Right. I, yeah. This is a this is a left handed heavy lineup. You know, as long as Ranger can 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 find the plate a little bit more than he has in his last few starts, um, he should be should be set up for success tonight. So yeah, Ra- uh, fingers Ranger- crossed. So Suarez versus Alexander. Then we've got Nola versus Hauser, mm-hmm. Eflin versus Burns. But the Phils yeah. seem to go better against them. We've actually beat up Scherzer twice that we've seen him so far this season. Um, uh, yeah. Who was the, Do- who was the Dodgers uh, pitch we beat up in our Walker Bueller. Bueller. We, we beat up yeah. Bueller. So that's not right. This Phillies uh, I don't know. I, there's a difference between those two guys and then Corbin Burns is like 99 mile an hour cutter. Uh, yeah. That, What's he I just... What? 2.5 ERA, free, free and free on the season, wins and losses. Uh, He's that kind of guy that if you get him on a good day, you're not going to win that game. It's just it. He he truly is so good, uh, and so consistently good. Like he has his blowups, but like he is so consistently like if he is on, you're not gonna hit him. Yeah, it's just not gonna happen. He just has an unreal arsenal. We, we we just need to win to win series now. Yeah, take two. Take take two from the Brewers, and then we're back home again. It's a bit of a bizarre schedule. So we're away from Milwaukee, Milwaukee, and then we're back home for the D backs. Yeah, that's weird. We just got to win series. Uh, you know, sweeps are great. They're the cherry on top. But just keep keep grinding away now. Keep doing yep. what the Mets are doing, winning series. You know, the Mets have only what swept twice once this season. Just we, so. we every series I look at now in June. We should we should be winning. We honestly we should be. If we're, if we're, Almost, if we are, yeah. If we are a wild card team, if we are a postseason team, we've got the, the Brewers. Okay, could be tough, but definitely winnable in terms of the series. D back should definitely be series winnable. Marlins is the big test next week. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Nationals. Well, four games against Nationals definitely winnable. Then the I Rangers. mean that should be that should be a four game sweep. They are so bad. They are so, so bad. atrocious. So I mean, so bad. Jeez, they... and then the Rangers, and then and then and the Padres. But if we're still hot by then, you know that that could be an interesting uh three game series. I mean, they should be, oh, by all series, by yeah. all intents and purposes, they they should beat the Rangers, and they should match up against the Padres. If if they are really, you know, if they have have righted the ship a little bit, they should be able to contest both of those teams, not easily, but formidably. They Absolutely. they should at least put up a fight. Absolutely. Right, I, so. I, I fully expect and would really hope by the end of June that we are back and above 500. Yep. I, re- I think that is a reasonable expectation. Series. And by that, you know, if we're there, we then should be two, three, four games off the wild card as well. And that, that's perfect position for July to get on again on the run. We've got, according to a lot of fan graphs and things like that, we've got the fourth. After June, after June, I, I think it's probably the easiest schedule in baseball. There's it no is. way it's not. I mean, and I know September, have... September we had the easiest schedule and still managed to find ways to lose it. But this just, 
I say it every time. It just feels different. No, it is different though, because remember what you said about, you know, they're being they're they're having their September collapse early. They're in 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 April, in May, in in yeah, you know, early season. They've they've had their September collapse. From from here on out, hopefully, uh, they'll continue to to keep their head above water. But not only that, I mean, they it's a different easy schedule than it was last year. I mean, this is easier than easy. It and is, this, and this team is better than last year's team, right? And it's above all else, those teams in you know post July will be stripped down further than they already are. Uh, I feel like yeah, people yeah, forget yeah. that they're going to have yep. sold a lot of their. And good hopefully, we're even stronger. Deadline. Right. Um, so you know, last year was last year, um, and the years before were the years before. But ultimately, this team was built to pummel bad pitching, um, and if they have truly righted the ship with this offense, and you know, guys like Kyle Schwarber, guys like JT Real Muto, guys like Reese Hoskins, guys like Nick Castellanos, finally start performing like the guys that they are. Um, as opposed to whatever the hell we just saw in the first two months of the season, <laughs> yeah. the, the the Phillies should be set up for for a run there at yep. the very least. Yeah, absolutely. Um, guys, that's that that's a wrap. That that's my that, that's my trip. That that's the whirlwind trip of a lifetime that I I don't think can be well could be top, but it will take something special from the Phillies in postseason. But in terms of a regular four game stretch. That will never be topped for me. Mm. Uh, and, you know, not only the Phil's made it memorable, but uh, like I said, meeting yourself, Alex, and sp- spending so much time with all of you guys, just seeing all of you guys, the interaction, just you guys made the trip as well. So, again, really, honestly, thank you so much to all of you um, for making this trip memorable, amazing. And uh, next week, hopefully, we're celebrating when we pot again, we'll be celebrating a, a win over the D-backs with the Brewers and we'll preview that Marlins season. We'll get uh, we'll get one of UK's baseball Twitter legends that oh, is Pete Pat from the Miami Marlins treat. UK because uh, he is he is one of yeah, he's one, a legend. He's a, a, a UK legend. <laughs> a stud, if you he's will. He's a stud. He's an absolute stud in the UK scene and we'll get him on and that'll be a lively uh, a lively podcast next <laughs> week. We'll, we'll preview that Marlins series oh, with what him. What a trio. Um, but guys, that's a wrap. Thank you for listening. I uh, hope I haven't got on too much. Um, it's just uh, just trying to put my trip into words. It's been the first time I've been able to do it. So uh, awesome, amazing, Alex. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I don't know. I'll wrap this up. Was Alex the bell, perhaps? Uh, yeah, we can just cut it now and say ring the bell. No, 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 no. I, I wasn't, I wasn't also... sure because your, your screen's frozen, Alex, which sort of threw me there. For oh, me. no. I thought you'd gone. Oh, that's better. You're back. Oh, no, You're back. I'm here. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, uh, Alex, what uh, I oh, wanted pr- to say. Prediction. We need a prediction. Oh, of, sure. Uh, Brewers and D-back. So what, seven games? Yeah. Uh, no, oh, I think six. Six games. So six games against Brewers and D-backs. Yeah, six. So six games. The record, how many out of six? I think... Honestly, I think it is reasonable to say four. Yep. I'll take four. But I'm saying six. <laughs> uh, 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 Alex is gone. Alex is gone. He's left me to it. No, he's cut out. Alex, uh, Alex said four. I'll take four. I'm sure if Alex would hear, he would say ring the bell. From me, Dave Shaw, ring the bell. 
See you next week. The fills are back, baby. Let's go.